what you do at Inatech is you take the specifications from the customers and you bring them down to the software engineers. Yes, yes, that's that's right. Well, then I just have to ask, why couldn't the customers just take them directly to the, to the software people, huh? Well, uh, I'll tell you why. Uh, because engineers are not good at dealing with customers. Uh-huh. So you physically take the specs from the customer? Well... No, my, my secretary does that, or the facts. So then you must physically bring them to the software people. Well, no. Yeah, I mean, sometimes. What What would you say you do here? Well, look, I already told you. I deal with the goddamn customers so the engineers don't have to. I have people skills. I am good at dealing with people. Can't you understand it? What the hell is wrong with you people? What's up, everybody? It is your boy, D-Roy, and this is the Doghouse Fantasy Football Podcast. Find me on Twitter and Instagram at RoyDog underscore 13, and over on Facebook, Dennis M. Roy over there. How's everybody doing? I am back from vacation. I cannot, for the life of me, figure out my goddamn settings on this fucking microphone, and I, I, need, I need a technician, for fuck's sakes. Oh, that's better than nothing. Any which way, how's everybody doing? I know it's been a couple of weeks uh, since we've been doing any of the team breakdowns. Uh, we did have a fun time, though, up in Superior with my buddy, my good buddy, uh, Paul Burkholz. Everybody loves Paul. Um, <clears throat> broke down the Scott Fishbowl League. Broke down my draft uh, that actually finished uh, today. Let's see if the whole thing is actually finished, though. Nope, still three people left. Um, God, I just I don't know if I really want to go back into this. We really need to get this Dallas Cowboys done today. Um, <clears throat> so yeah, so we got about three weeks until what I want to have as basically a deadline. If it goes a fourth week, if it goes right into the uh, Fantasy Football Expo, it's not a big deal. Um we're going to keep cranking uh, along with the teams, uh, team breakdowns and the strength of schedule and all that uh, for as long as it takes us. I'm hoping to get a couple extra episodes in during the weekends uh, now that I have the garage kind of done up, done right. Uh, it's going to be a little bit easier to kind of sit back and go through these. Um, and I am currently working not only on the draft guide, but I'm working on the spreadsheets for dfs this season those are going along terrifically uh that of course doesn't need to be done until the first week of the season um but i am doing all 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 18 
all 18 weeks, get that all set up and ready to go so we don't have any issues at any point. Uh, like I said, get stuff out a little bit earlier um, in the week so everybody can kind of glance over stuff and kind of get their own ideas on what's going on and then, you know, listen to the podcast and uh, hear my thoughts and feelings on it. But without further ado, I'm going to take a drink of water and we are going to get into the Dallas Cowboys. Mm -mm. Delicious. All right, so we're back in the saddle. We're talking strength of schedule. Everybody knows how this works. If you do not, if you are new, um, which I would hope you would have started at the first team breakdown, you know, Atlanta, Arizona, Arizona was the first one. Um, We take a look at the strength of schedule based off of, or traditional strength of schedule based off of last season's um, uh, schedule... Uh, uh, record based on records of team opponents. Um, and then we get into the more tried and true look at the strength of schedule based on t- the breakdowns of total defense, rush defense, pass defense versus the wide receiver one versus wide receiver two, the wide receiver plus tight ends and running backs in the passing game. And again, hopefully I am able to remember to just go ahead and include Versus the running back in the passing game with the rush defense. So, let's take a look here. Uh, Dallas. We're going to look at the traditional strength of schedule here. Again, how I break it down. Full season, first half, second half of the seasons. And then by quarter, first, second, third, fourth. You know what it is. Uh, Fourth quarter is always five games, not four. Uh, So that does either help or hinder that quarter um, with that extra game in there. There's no real good way to do it. You can't break it down by quarters anymore. It was great when you only had 16 games, but you get 17, you got to do something. You got to do something. So looking at traditional strength of schedule, full season, uh, the Cowboys actually have the second easiest schedule on the board uh, based on the first half and second half, 31st in the first half, 16th in the second half, and by quarter. 28th, 29th, 5th in the third quarter, Ooh. and 26th for the fourth quarter. So uh, just based on actual opponents, you can tell if you went by that, you would go, man, I want to get all these Cowboys. want to get them all. And there's a lot of people out there that are sitting there saying, got to get the Cowboys. They have the second easiest schedule. I guarantee it. Don't believe everybody when they say that they're breaking this down. By tradition, uh, by DVOA, which is the best way of breaking down team defenses. Again, we are looking at last year's numbers, but we will talk about it. Um, any type of changes based on the opponent um, as we go. So let's look at the first quarter. It is at Buccaneers, at Chargers, versus Eagles, and versus Panthers. Of course, Eagles and Panthers really brought that opponent record down. Uh, Total defense, 5th, 20th, 15th, and 24th. So, you know, Buccaneers, they return everybody back. Uh, It's going to be pretty straightforward. I don't think we really need to dive into them too much. Chargers are a team defense that a lot of people are starting to kind of turn their heads on. Uh, we've kind of talked about it a little bit that I, I, I'm cautiously optimistic about them. 
um, but they do still have some weaknesses. Uh, and that has been a team that has traditionally just been, for whatever reason, does not carry the lucky rabbit's foot uh, and always has to deal with injuries every year, as do really the Eagles at 15. Um, Eagles defense, I think that's about right. I think that's about right, 15th in total defense there. I think that's going to be good. Now, their secondary is still rather suspect, but their front, their front seven's okay. Linebacking core, I think we looked at it, was a little bit, little bit suspect. I mean, you have Eric Wilson and Alex Singleton as your two outer linebackers, TJ Edwards as your middle linebacker, uh, but your front forward, Derek Barnett, Hargrove, uh, Cox, and Graham. Uh, should be good to go. Safeties, again, are okay with um, McLeod and Harris uh, manning the free safety and strong safety. So it really comes down to uh, Kayvon Seymour right now in the slot and Avante Maddox on the outside opposite of Darius Slay. Darius Slay, of course, is a guy that we traditionally don't attack um, unless we start seeing him slip. And he is getting a bit older, a little longer in the tooth, so it's quite possible. Uh, Panthers, again, 24th in total defense. Could come up a little bit, but I still think they're going to be in the, at the very best, they're going to be in the in the low 20s. You're going to see them about 20, 21. Maybe they slipped into 19, but still not going to be all that great. Uh, they are working on it. They're, they're, trying, they're throwing as much as humanly possible at it, but uh, still tends to be a weakness. So let's get into rush defense here. Uh, first, 26th. 13th and 20th. So first for the Bucks, uh, should stay relatively the same. Chargers should get a little bit better uh, than the 26th. I would say this is where they're going to really kind of make the move. Um, the front line is pretty good. It's just whether or not the linebacking core can really stick it together and uh, kind of build themselves together and gel. Uh, I would see them as more of a 15th ranked pass defense or uh, rush defense my bad uh, so you know about a 10 about a 10 unit gain not too bad eagles at 13 i think that's about right they could be a little bit better than that uh, again still not a team that i'm really eager to use a running back against at least on the ground uh 20th versus the panthers that that is curious i need to look at that again it has been a while so i do not care if I take a second here and take a look. Uh, Gross Matos, Daquan Jones, Derek Brown, Brian Burns across the front, Shaq Thompson, uh, Denzel Perryman, and Hassan Reddick. Now Reddick's going to move back and forth from a DN to a linebacker in passing situations and whatnot. So this is really going to come down to your sa- their safeties and Justin Burris at free safety. Jeremy Chin should be able to move back finally to strong safety, um, which would be more of a natural position for him. Um, and defense doesn't look too bad. Shaq Thompson is actually rated below average, but uh, to me, Shaq Thompson actually is pretty pretty good. Uh, he's better, a little bit better than average in my opinion. Um, so, ah, it's going to get a little bit better here. Now, how much better is really going to come down, uh, to it from 20? Can they get down to 15? Yeah. So I think they're going to be okay there. Mm. I look at the running back in the passing game. 
which we've been trying to do. Uh, keep this together. Fifth versus the Bucks. Seventeenth versus the Chargers. Eighth versus the Eagles. Twenty-ninth versus the Panthers. Okay, so Buccaneers again. Not going to not going to delve into it. They return everybody. Let's just give it what it is. Seventeenth uh, versus the Chargers. That's what we need to take a look at here. If I remember correctly, this is going to come down to again whether or not they can stay healthy. And it's really going to come down to, like, you know, a guy like Derwin James at strong safety and uh, Nazir Adderley at free safety. You got Chris Harris back there. Again, if you're gonna if you're gonna attack, you're gonna attack that weak side linebacker and Drew Tranquil right there. Get behind, man. Now, when I look at it. Yeah, we've talked about this at Drew Tranquil at the at the weak line uh weak linebacker or weak side linebacker, my bad. Um he's going to really be the Achilles heel unless he's you know, gotten a lot better, which I really doubt. So here's one of the things and here's one of the theories. Um when you get a defense, if they tend to be a little bit more Heavier on the pass rush, right? So you have Joey Bosa. He's going to be basically a strict pass rusher. Uh, if he's going to be on that weak side as well with Drew Tranquil, the theory is, is you get that pass rusher, he comes up. Uh, this has been true with, like, say, Khalil Mack. He comes at your guy, right? So there's two things you can do. You can run either right at that linebacker, uh, defensive end. You run right at him. You get their momentum going the wrong way you're able to run by him or you just get the you you do the play action pass you get your running back out into the flat out there um so you have your defensive end crashing your outside linebacker you know four three uh three four if you have the outside linebacker crashing um and then you can get into that open space out there in the flat and you're going to be able to take off so that could be a problem for the Chargers still. 17th, and yeah, it's about right because they're good on the strong side. It's just that weak side where you can attack. So DFS, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if I would all out attack it. It all depends on how that how the regular rush defense goes. But uh, Eagles, 8th versus the pass rush. I think that's going to stay rev- relatively the same. That should be good to go. Uh, Panthers at 29th. This is going to be the same idea. Um, but they have gotten better at the linebacker position. Yeah, I don't. I think they're going to be a little bit better. You're at least going to have a faster guy in, in Reddick out there. Uh, Shaq Thompson should be a little bit better. With Daquan Jones coming over from Tennessee. Gross Matos in front of them. Yeah, they're going to be a little bit better on there. So that is going to drop a bit. Um, your points per game with the running back, that's going to drop a little bit. Um, I don't think they're going to sneak out of the bottom 20, but we'll have to see. We'll have to see how it's translating in preseason with the preseason games. Uh, that's going to be a real key factor for everything going forward uh, since we are getting into training camp. So... Uh, pass defenses. 
So fifth for the Bucks, seventeenth for the Chargers, twenty fourth for the Eagles, and twenty third for the Panthers. Uh, Buccaneers again, stay it steady. Chargers at seventeen. That one is actually that's kind of where I think they're the weakest. They're really weak. <sighs> uh, maybe not. Maybe they're not too bad. It's all going to come down to whether or not rookie Asante Samuel can adjust right away. Uh, you have Chris Harris in the slot, which is good. Michael Davis on the outside. So, I mean, they've got the two of the three points covered, not including safeties. So, they should be okay. So, they're actually going to improve on that. They're going to improve on that 17th, again, barring injury. Um, but that could be a top 10 unit, to be honest with you. Top 10 unit, you get that rush up to 15, man, that's going to be a real good defense. It's going to be a real good defense. And the right matchup, I wouldn't mind having the Chargers, to be honest with you, now that I look at it. So uh, Eagles at 24th, that should improve just a little bit because for fuck's sake, it's got to. But you can attack the slot, like I said. Um, uh, you can attack Avante Maddox, so... Get out into a shootout game. I mean, in in all honesty, if they're going to be that good at the pass rush, they're probably not going to be all that great in the pass rush. Or uh, pass defense, my bad. Um, so in reality, 24, it's not going to get any better in the 20. Not going to get any better in 20, I don't think. Yeah, that's my two cents. Uh, Panthers, Panthers, 23rd in pass defense. Um, so you got Dante Jackson, AJ Bouye on the outside. You got JC Horn right now, first round pick in the slot, but he could actually go up to where Bouye is. Bouye could fit back into the slot. Um, so that's not too bad. Not too bad. Not too bad. It's all going to come down to Bouye. Bouye stays stays healthy. Well, J.C. Horn's got to stay healthy, too. He's got a history of injuries. That's why it was kind of weird that they took him. Really good player, though. As long as they don't have uh, Tony Pride sneaking up, then I think they're going to be okay. That could be a top 15 unit. Pass, uh, pass defense. Not too shabby, not too shabby. Versus the wide receiver one. So here we go. Buccaneers six, Chargers fifth. Those two are going to be solid. Against Michael Davis for Chargers. Eagles 32nd, that's going to improve. That should improve with Slay. Slay was hurt a little bit last year, so that's definitely going to improve. So that is actually going to bump, bump that defense down, which is good. Good for the Eagles, at least. Uh, Panthers at 12th. I like Dante Jackson. That's probably about right. Probably about right. So wide receiver one, so it's okay. Wide receiver two. Okay, so, well, I should say this. Wide receiver one is definitely going to be Amari Cooper. All right, don't get it. Don't get anything shaded. That CeeDee Lamb, you know, with all of his hype, that he's going to be the wide receiver one. He's technically the wide receiver two, and that's how we're going to treat him. Michael Gallup would be your wide receiver plus. Should have noted this out of the gate. But, so Buccaneers versus wide receiver two, 22. Chargers, 27. Eagles, 31. 
Uh, Panthers at 20. 22 versus the Buccaneers. That should get a little bit better. Had gotten better uh, in the playoffs. Uh, Chargers 27th versus the wide receiver two. Uh, this again is going to come all the way, all down to um, Asante Samuel. That should get better, uh, but it, for right now, I mean, if you put CD, if you put CD Lamb on the outside, uh, even if you have Michael Gallup on the outside, whoever lines up against Asante Samuel early uh, actually should find an advantage. Rookies definitely start or generally start out slow. Uh, at least for the first quarter. So we've seen that with like Cameron Dantzler, but he had a hell of a finish to the season. Uh, finished as probably one of the top corners out of that class last year. So uh, Panthers 20th versus the wide receiver two. This is going to come down to A.J. Bouye, J.C. Horn. Um, probably seeing A.J. Bouye out front first just so J.C. Horn can get his feet under him. So, A.J. Bouye, you can attack A.J. Bouye, but this is definitely better than, say, um, putting out a guy like uh, Corn Elder, who was here uh, in bits and pieces last year. So, Michael Gallup in the wide receiver plus. Uh, one for the Bucks. It's going to stay there. Chargers 16th. Should get a little bit better, but uh, 16th is nothing to slouch at. Eagles, 24th. I wonder how I feel about that, really. How do I feel about that? Kayvon Seymour. Kayvon Seymour. Yeah, you put CeeDee Lamb in that slot, he's going to be there. Michael Gallup will see slot. They're all going to see slot at times at slot. Uh, and then Ravante Maddox on the outside. So that is probably about right. 24 right in there. Yeah, not too bad. All right. Versus the tight end. 25th versus the Bucks. We know that was a place to attack. That should get a little bit better uh, with the with their safeties getting another year under their belt. So that should be all right. 20th versus Chargers. That should get better. Get a little tougher. Eagles, 26. That might stay about the same. Might get a little bit better, but Eagles definitely would be somewhere you'd want to attack with the tight end. So Blake Jarwin would be the tight end here, not Dalton Schultz, to be honest with you. Until Blake Jarwin, like, Breaks his leg or something in prior, in uh, preseason. Then we're back on the Dalton Schultz train. But, yeah, 16th versus the Panthers. They did get better here. They started out slow, but they got a lot better. That's Jeremy Chin right there. Jeremy Chin at 16, another year under his belt. Full preseason? Yeah, 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 yeah. I think they're going to be a lot better versus tight end. Alrighty, righty, righty. So here we go. We're going to move into the second quarter. This would be versus Giants at Patriots. Bye week at Vikings uh, versus Broncos. So we look at the total defense. Here we go here. 19th versus the Giants. The Giants have gotten better. Uh, so that should drop a little bit, at least under 15. Uh, Patriots at 26. Okay, so they've done a lot of moves in this offseason. We know that Bill Belichick... Uh, had to have been really pissed off at 
you know, the state of his defense last year. Cam Newton didn't help out with the turnovers, uh, giving short gains, you know, for touchdowns and whatnot. So uh, 26, that's going to vastly improve. That's going to be a top 15. That could be a top 10 in overall defense. Um, so be very, very, very careful with that. Uh, 18th versus the Vikings. I've already talked about the Vikings getting a lot better this offseason. So I t- that number should trend down, uh, at least in the top 15, if not top 12. Broncos at 13, that's about right. Um, but with the additions that should get better, it's all going to come down to whether or not the Broncos offense can actually keep the team on the field you know, or keep their offense on the field, give the Broncos a break uh, versus the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, pretty good offense. So, um about right so that second quarter you know 29th in record that's gonna get a lot better or a lot worse i should say for dallas so we're gonna come back to that when we get back into have you know full halves and quarters rush defense 15th versus the giants i think that's about right patriots 32nd it's gonna really improve we're gonna really improve uh vikings at 30 gonna really improve there uh, Broncos at 25. That's really going to improve. So, running backs in the passing game. 11th versus the Giants. Oof. 10th versus the Patriots. So, terrible versus the Rush. But against running backs in the passing game, they were still good. Uh, they got even better this offseason. Uh, third versus the Vikings. And fourth versus the Broncos. So, this really does not paint a really good picture for Ezekiel Elliott, to be completely honest with you. Um, so it's kind of, I'm kind of glad that I passed on him, to be honest. Does not look very good at all. All right, let's look at the pass defenses, though. 22nd versus the Giants, that's going to improve. 18th versus Patriots, that's going to be really improved. 14th versus Vikings, about right, just because of the que- some of the questions in the secondary, but, uh, that could actually, that could get up in the top 12, too. But 14, I'll... I'll gladly accept that. 11th versus the Broncos. It should improve a little bit. Uh, but if they finished at 11th, 12th, somewhere in there again, it's not a big, it's not a bad, not a bad way to end it. Versus the wide receiver one, 14th versus the Giants. That is fair. That is uh, very, very fair. Uh, that would be versus Mr. James Bradbury. Um, a Dory Jackson would be covering your wide receiver. Two Darnay Holmes would be your wide receiver plus in out of the slot. Now, again, that could be a wide receiver too as well. Uh, so we'll just kind of keep that in consideration. Uh, seventh versus the Patriots. We got to see what happens with Stephon Gilmore. Um, as bad of a season as he actually did have last year. Seventh versus the wide receiver one to end it. Not bad. Vikings, 28th. Should be Cam Dantzler. Um 28th, that's going to improve immensely. That should get into the top 20, if not 15, you know, somewhere around 15. Um, so, yeah, uh, let's see, Broncos 8th versus the wide receiver one. So that is not, not a good stretch for Amari Cooper right in there at all. So I don't really like Amari Cooper's schedule so far in the first half. Let's see what CeeDee Lamb's got. 21st versus the Giants. That would be a Dory Jackson. That's actually not a bad place to target. I do respect a Dory Jackson, but 
uh, and it is a lot better than what they had in there. But twenty second or twenty uh, first, I'm sorry, versus wide receiver two, I think it's about right. Patriots at fourteen versus wide receiver two, yeah, middle of the pack, that's about right. Vikings at nine. Um, I'm gonna assume this is probably gonna be Patrick Peterson being the actual guy covering a wide receiver two. Um. Oh, dear, dear, dear. CeeDee Lamb versus Patrick Peterson. I give Cam Dantzler more of a chance versus CeeDee Lamb than I do Patrick Peterson. This would be one of those studs versus Patrick Peterson moves. It would be the contrarian move. I can see it. Um, should be actually pretty good for a CeeDee Lamb like that. Um, Broncos at 15. That's going to that's gonna go down. That's going to be... That's going to be 10, 12, somewhere in there. Don't hate it whatsoever. So, uh, not a great stretch for CeeDee Lamb in here either. Didn't mind so much the front, but that middle, that middle right there, not liking it. Michael Gallup, 31st versus the Giants. Uh, should improve a little bit, but it's not going to get past 25, I can tell you that. So, Michael Gallup, that might not be too bad. CeeDee Lamb can attack in here too. Uh, 13th versus the Patriots, it's about right. 22nd versus the Vikings, I sh- that should get up in the top 15, but I don't think Vikings can hold him down. It's actually a really good spot. Broncos at 21. Now, they've addressed this. Um, when they took Patrick Sertain, they've added a lot. Um, yeah, they got better at one. They get better at the one, the two, and the plus. I would say that would be no worse than probably 15. So not a spot I'd really like to attack with that. Tight end, Blake Jarwin, 24th versus the Giants. We need to look at the Giants here again. (sighs) Odegbo, Martinez, Raglan, Carter. Logan Ryan Peppers at safeties. It's about the same crew. It's about the same crew, so I, I there's nothing there that's going to point to me and say that, you know, tight. You can't attack the Giants with a tight end there. So, you know, maybe at twenty, but you know, twentieth is a ranking, but with the same with the same unit, basically the same people in there. Twenty four is fair. Ninth versus the Patriots, yeah, you're not, you're not. Just don't worry about starting anybody against the Patriots. Uh, six versus the Vikings, tight ends. They've actually been really good against tight ends in recent years. They've held them down. They're good at safety. They're good at linebacker. So six, yeah, that's fair. Eighteenth for the Broncos. This is probably the spot to attack them with, but I'm probably not going to do it, so... Yeah, good a pass on that one. So, so that first half really does not look well for Dallas. They'll probably pass, 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 anyways. But I mean, this is just kind of a general look through. This is this is how this is how you get yourself to calm down on all the hype for high-powered offenses. You got to look at the matchups in here, and you gotta you kind of got to put a thought process to it. So. 
All right, so third quarter we have versus the Falcons at Chiefs. Okay. Versus the Raiders. Oh, start them all that week. And then at the Saints, which we do need to talk about here. Um, David Onyemata. I think it's Onyemata. I think that's how you pronounce it. Um, He got a hit with a six-game suspension. Uh, Performance-enhancing drugs, so... He is going to be out for a little while. Uh, so that's going to weaken that rush defense a little bit for the New Orleans Saints. So uh, it's going to weaken that pass rush a little bit from the inside as well. So keep that in mind whenever you look at any team that's got uh, the Saints on the schedule, uh, at least in the first six weeks. Now he should be back here. Um, we'll see uh, what happens there. But uh, So for right now, where he's at, where it's at, we'll consider that he's back. So total defense, 14th for the Falcons. Um, it's not a bad defense, but they didn't do themselves any favors this offseason, so that should get a little bit weaker. 22nd versus the Chiefs, no. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you can play with the Chiefs. You can play with the Chiefs. Raiders at 28, yeah, it's going to stay relatively about the same, if not worse. Uh, Second versus the Saints. That's going to get worse. That's going to get... Excuse me. That's going to get back. Start regressing back now. Now the team's a little bit older. There's not a lot of depth here. Uh, So that should start regressing back to uh, maybe like about the 10 spot. And I think that's kind of being generous right now. I'm probably being more generous than a lot of people, but... I'll still give them the benefit of the doubt that they can finish as a top 10, um, but probably right at 10, not towards one. All right, rush defense, six for the Falcons. They've been generally pretty, pretty good. I need to look at their linebacking core again. Let's do that. Linebacking core, Oluwakin. Oluwakin. Deion Jones, Brandon Copeland, Dante Fowler. Why am how did I not move that up? Dante Fowler. Dante Fowler, Grady Jarrett, Tyler Davison, Mariner. Richie Grant at strong safety. Duran Harmon at free safety. And the unit's not going to be too bad. She doesn't look like it's going to be too bad. Depends if they can get some mojo. I think they're actually going to be pretty good again versus the Rush. Uh, Chiefs 31, we know that you can attack all day, every day with your running backs. So here's like probably like the first actual true great spot for uh, Zeke Elliott. And that comes in week 11. So keep this in mind because um, we're going to have to play this one out all the way through the end. There might be a certain point at time where you can actually trade for Zeke Elliott um, and get him for relatively cheap uh, about midway through the season. So keep that in mind. Uh, 28th versus the Raiders. Yeah, 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 yeah. Running backs versus the Raiders should be really good. Uh, Saints at second. That, you know, it should you should see it starting to come back down. As uh, soon as Onyemata's, uh, uh suspension gets done, uh, that should slowly creep back up. So this could be back to 10. 
They're still really strong in the front. They're still really strong in the front. Linebackers a tad weaker. Um, safety's okay, but not great. It's mostly their corners that hurt them, uh, at least for now. Uh, running backs in the pass, I gave 13th versus the Falcons. Yeah, not attacking them. 31st versus the Chiefs all day, every day. Whew. 20th versus the Raiders, generally. Mm. I mean, it's great, but you don't exactly have to throw to your running back when you're running all over the team, so it is what it is. Uh, Saints, 9th versus the running back in the passing game. Jenkins, Marcus Williams. And they did draft Pete Werner out of Ohio State. Demario Davis, Eric Bond. Hmm. Actually, they could be still pretty good without Animada. Animada, Animada. So, yeah, actually, the rush defense and versus the running back in the passing game, that should actually stay relatively good. So, yeah. I'm selling the Saints short. Forget everything I said earlier. Forget it. Fuck it. We're just going to throw on them. Okay, so pass defense. 19th for, uh, versus the Falcons. I think that's pretty accurate. Uh, 16th versus the Chiefs. Secondary still okay. It's really up front. Uh, and with the linebacking core, that worries me. Raiders 26 all day, every day. Third versus the Saints. That's going to regress. This has uh, top 15, 16 written all over it with the secondary. I just I, I just don't see it. I don't see it, to be completely honest with you. This is probably the worst. This is probably... Hmm. It's probably the coolest I've actually been on the Saints defense in quite some time, so... Take that for what it's worth. I usually like the Saints every year. So this year, I don't like them. I just don't like them. All right, versus the wide receiver one. Here's your Mari Cooper, 26 versus the Falcons. Is it going to be A.J. Terrell or is it going to be Kendall Sheffield? I'm thinking it's going to be A.J. Terrell being the number one. Twenty-six. That should improve. That should improve. Give Terrell the benefit of the doubt. Improvements there. Chiefs at nine. That's about right. Twenty-ninth versus Raiders all day, every day. Eleventh uh, versus Saints. Uh, I think he's gonna light up Lattimore. I think he's gonna light up Lattimore this year. So at eleventh, that should get worse. So. This should stay relatively about the same. Their best spot is against the Raiders, of course, but I mean they're gonna have to sh- they're gonna have to throw at the Chiefs. They might have to throw versus the Falcons too. Saints, I think that might. I think they'll get ahead in that one. Huh. Murray Cooper really won good game in there. All right, let's look at C.D. Lamb. Twenty-six versus the Falcons. Uh, if this is indeed Kendall Sheffield. Uh, I would say you would play C.D. Lamb all day. Uh, Michael Gallup, yes, I would take the shot with him there. Uh, Chiefs at 13th. 
Gotta look at our Chiefs again. We gotta look at our Chiefs again. We gotta look at our Chiefs again. We gotta look at our Chiefs. The Jerry Sneed, yeah. Hold on, that's gonna get. Yeah, that's gonna be a really tough matchup. This is gonna be a really good matchup. So thirteenth, yeah, I'm okay with that. Twenty first versus the Raiders all day, every day. Eleventh versus the Saints. Oh, this is Patrick, isn't it? Patrick Roberts Robinson is actually the better coverage guy than Lattimore. So, yeah. 11th, that's about right. All right, wide receiver plus is Michael Gallup. 11th versus the Falcons. Eh. 7th versus the Chiefs, that's about right. 29th versus Raiders, and then 15th versus the Saints. So another tough stretch right here in the third quarter, actually, for this passing offense. Tight end, 23rd versus the Falcons. That's right. That's about right. 14th versus Chiefs, that's about right. 5th versus the Raiders, that's going to go up. That's going to go up. Whether or not it's going to be something that I'm going to want to attack, that kind of is the next question. Uh, let's take a look here. Corey Littleton, Kwatsky, Nicholas Moreau, Trevor Mooring, Jonathan Abram. Hmm. <laughs> Could finish this top ten versus versus the tight end. Everything else is so goddamn weak, though. You almost have to not have to throw to the tight end at all so second versus Saints yeah that's about right so yeah not very good for Blake Jarwin I'm glad I didn't draft him at all so now we look at the fourth quarter remember this is five games uh, do with it what you will if you're going to go off 17 which I highly recommend because you probably start your playoffs at week 14 um, and then there's a couple things. Yeah, I mean, you can end it at week 17. You can go 15, 16 championship on the 17. Uh, probably bring it up, uh, at least in my league that I commission. Maybe we'll go 14, 15, 16. Uh, do a two week championship and for, you know, the uh, consolidation for the third place, but, or consolation, my bad. Um, you can go week 17 and 18 for that. Make it a little bit even. Play it all out. It is what it is. Whether or not we do or not, it's no big deal. All right, so here we go. We got douche canoes, giants, douche canoes. Oh, two douche canoes. That's why this That's why this quarter is bad. Uh, Cardinals and then Eagles. Oof, that's a tough ending stretch, dude. Tough ending stretch. Ooh. Wow. Total defense, third for the douche canoes, 19th for the Giants. We said that's going to get better. Uh, third for the douche canoes, 10th for the Cardinals. Uh, we talked about this, I think. That's about right. Definitely not out of top 14. Eagles at 15. Wow. Wow, that's a tough, that's a tough way to end it. Let's look at the rush defense. 11 for the... Douche Canoes, 15th for the Giants, 11th for Douche. 
14 for the Cardinals, 13 for Eagles. Wow, that's really, really bad. See if there's anything to attack with the running back in the passing game. First, 11th, first, 30th. Which their linebacking core got better, so that's definitely going to improve. Uh, so that number will come down. Eighth versus the Eagles. Man, you can't start. Holy fuck. Holy shit, I'm glad I didn't use Zeke. Especially if you got any questions about uh, him making it through the schedule. You know, staying healthy. Uh, he's starting to get a little bit longer in the tooth. Uh, this is This is by far and away... Just going through this and talking about it, this is this is your answer. If you got any questions about Ezekiel Elliott, this is your answer right here. And I know they have a really good offensive line still, but oh boy, oh boy, oh boy, oh boy, oh boy, oh boy, oh boy. I'm gonna have to drop. I'm gonna have to drop Zeke in my fucking rankings when I put them out. <laughs> Oh, Jesus. All right, let's look at the pass defenses here. Uh, second, 22nd, which will prove for the Giants. Second, ninth. That might get a little worse. I don't think it's that far off. 24th for the Eagles. Might improve a little bit, but I don't know by how much. Man, that's a tough stretch. Bad for the quarterback. Bad for Dak, but I mean he can run, so it kind of helps him out there. Versus the wide receiver, one twenty-seven, fourteen, twenty-seven, twenty, and thirty-two. Um, Cardinals can't get much worse. Patrick Peterson was a fucking disaster. Thirty-second uh, versus the Eagles, that should improve for the Eagles. Twenty-seventh uh, for the douche canoes. This is what we need to take a look at here again. Uh, they have improved. They brought, yep, yeah, here's what it is. Uh, they brought, so they got Kendall Fuller, right? Um, and then you got to look at uh, William Jackson the third, who truly could be their number one, could be their true number one. So that fills the hole. That fills that pass hole right there. That they have, so they fixed it. They they fucking little Dutch boyed that in there. So that twenty seven is going to come way down, way down. It's going to come down at least a fifteen for the douche canoes, and just that. I mean, just in that man. Uh, it's a good offense, though. It's a really good offense. They're not going to get completely shuttered down. I mean, they should still be okay, but... Uh, oh, I don't know about that. I don't know. Don't know. Uh, CeeDee Lamb, wide receiver 2, second, 21st. About right. Second, that's for Dushkanu or Washington, if you don't know. I know. 23rd versus the Cardinals. Look at this one again. Oop, wrong side. Versus the Cardinals. Two, Darkwee's Denard. Yeah, you can attack Denard. You can attack Denard with CeeDee Lamb. I think that's okay. That 23 is probably about right for that. 
Uh, Eagles at 31 of the wide receiver. Oh, against Avante Maddox all day, every day. Wide receiver plus third, 31st. Might get better, but it's not by much. Third, uh, 10th versus the Cardinals, about right. 20th versus the Eagles. That might improve a little bit. So maybe Michael Gallup isn't going to have that great a year. I mean, you draft him late, you're only going to use him really as a spot start. So, not going to really rely on Michael Gallup unless, of course, CeeDee Lamb or Amari goes down. So, as long as Dak doesn't go down, they should be okay. Uh, tight end 17, 24, 17. They improved this linebacking core for Washington. A little bit with Jamin Davis out of Kentucky. Cole Holcomb, John Broster, Cameron Curl. They should be okay versus tight ends, but might still attack them. Uh, Giants at 24, we talked about that. Should improve. Uh, Cardinals at 15. That should be about right. Maybe a little bit better. 26 versus the Eagles. Should be about mid-range. Should be about mid-range. So, all right. Now, let's get into this. Let's do our full season halves and quarter session. So, we look at the total defense. Uh, f- total defense against the Cowboys. Seven on the full. 24 first, third, second. Uh, by quarter, 12, 24, 17, and three. This will improve, though. Not for the Cowboys, but it will improve for the teams that they face. So, total defense, that seven on the full season. To be honest with you, seven on the full season is probably about right. The way that we went through this. So, yikes. Um, let's look for the rush defense. Full season, 23, uh, first and second half, 29 and 10. By quarter, 11, 32, 16, and 4. Uh, We talked about that, that this should greatly improve, especially in that first half. If you're looking at the first half number and that second quarter, okay? So that is Giants, Patriots, Vikings, Broncos. That is a terrible, terrible quarter. Do not buy into that at all. So uh, it's going to be pretty rough. I think it's going to be pretty rough for Zeke this year. Uh, Pass defenses, eighth overall. 18 in the first, fourth, fourth in the second half. Uh, by quarter, 16, 14, 17, and 4. Uh, that has improved a little bit across the board, but still, you look at the full season at 8, I think that's about right. I think that's about right. Easiest game in here is probably Eagles-Panthers in the first. Uh, that's up in the first quarter. Uh, second, I mean, he can blow apart the Falcons. I don't care what anybody says. It's just trying to pick out a target. That's the only problem. Um, douche canoes might be a little tough. They always play him tough. So, yikes. I don't know if I'm going to take Dak that early. I don't know. I like this offense, though. Oh, poor me. We'll figure it out. All right. So, here's Amari Cooper versus the wide receiver one here. 
uh, 29th hardest schedule for the full season by halves, 7 and 32. So it's definitely in the second half, which we've talked about as uh, improving for their opponents, not so much for them. So that's a big worry. Uh, by quarter, 9, 6, 23, and 31. That's going to get a lot worse. It's going to get a lot worse. A lot worse for Marty Cooper. Not liking it whatsoever. Let's see the CD Lamb, okay? 27 on the full season uh, by halves. 26, 23. Okay, looks good. Uh, by quarter, 30, 13, 23, and 12. Let me go back through here. Buccaneers should improve. Chargers mm, probably be okay to attack early. Uh, 31st versus the Eagles, yes. 20th versus Panthers, yes. Giants, maybe. Yeah, you can beat them. Um, Falcons, yes. Raiders, yes. Eagles, yes. So I like I like CD Lamb's schedule a little bit more. I'm just being honest with you. That's probably why I like him a little bit more. And he's a better overall talent, in my opinion. But all right, let's see the wide receiver plus. We'll call this Michael Gallup. Full season, 15th hardest schedule on the board by halves. Uh, 24 in the first, 5th in the second. Oof, it's a big drop. That sh- that drop showed in here, too. That's pretty accurate. By quarter, 10, 8, tw- 10, pardon me, 10, 28, 13, and 6. So, not a, not a very good, not very good for Michael Gallup. Not liking it. All right, let's look at Blake Jarwin. Uh, 19 on the full season, 22 in the first half, 15 in the second half. We talked about this. They all improved uh, by quarter, 27, 14, 4, and 25. I don't think that's accurate. So a lot of questions on the Cowboys. A lot of questions on the Cowboys. Let's take a look at the the defense now. Did we do running back in the passing game? No. So I do it for everything up there, and then it gets towards the end. And fuck this up? Oh, my God. Oh, running backs in the passing game. Third hardest schedule, full season. By halves, second and six. Yikes. By quarter, 11, 2, 19, and 5. Wow. Wow, 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 wow. So. Mm. Here's what I'm going to say about the Dallas Cowboys, okay? So, what I'm going to say about the Dallas Cowboys is this. I think it's okay to have a piece of them. Okay? And we're going to go through the ADP here real quick just to kind of finish this one off. Um, I'm going to close everything out. We're just going to talk ADP here. Um, It's okay to have pieces of this offense. I will tell you my recommendation as far as Zeke is concerned is I'm probably going to go full fade. Um, You can take Tony Pollard late if you want to, but if you're going to take him, you better fucking hold on to him. Okay? This isn't this isn't fuck around time with this. You're either taking him to hold on to him and see if Zeke just, you know, buries himself. 
and Tony Pollard can take over. Or you're not taking him at all. Straight up, you're not cutting him. Make that decision. Do it in your leagues where you have a, a, a deeper bench. That would be my recommendation. Okay. Um, but we're going to start out here. Uh, we're going to talk about Dakota slash Dak Prescott here. Uh, fifth quarterback off the board at pick 51. So you're looking uh, roughly at the start of the fifth round. Would I take Dak Prescott? Hmm. I'm going to tell you this right now. I like Justin Herbert more behind him. Um, but I don't hate Dak overall. I think if you get one piece, if you got one piece and you were able to get a, a decent enough discount on him, I would probably take Dak Prescott where he's at. Or not where he's at, but, you know, like if I could get half a round or a full round later, I would take Dak Prescott in a heartbeat. I think he's the safest piece. You move to the running back, you look at Zeke Elliott, he is RB6. He's pick six overall. That is stabilized. This has been stable for what, four weeks now? Yeah, it's been pretty stable. I like Jonathan Taylor more, Derrick Henry more. Um, I might honestly be willing to take more of a shot on Barkley. But more than likely, I would draft either Austin Eckler or Austin Eckler, Cam Akers, Nick Chubb, and probably Aaron Jones before him. I would make him RB11. Still, still a RB1, but I would probably say he belongs more towards the back end of the first, the beginning of the second round. Now, if you're talking about Tony Pollard, right? He's RB43, so he's an RB4. Pick 116, so he's going right about in the 10th round, right around in there, 10th, 11th round. Um, again, if you're going to take him, you're taking him solely to see if Zeke actually does peter out and they give Tony Pollard the ball. But you can't cut him right away. You got to keep them for at least half a season. You have to. If you don't, it's a waste of a pick. Why even do it? So only draft him if you are willing to hold on to him. Otherwise, let him go. Wide receivers here. Actually, CeeDee Lamb goes before Amari Cooper. He goes off as wide receiver 13. That's the start of our wide receiver twos. Uh, pick 34. Mari Cooper is wide receiver 16, uh, pick 41. So he's going seven picks later. This is stabilized. Mari Cooper has gone in the same spot for about the last three weeks. CeeDee Lamb has, has stayed in the same spot for two. Normally, I would tell you to take Amari Cooper. But looking at the numbers, looking at just the teams in general, uh, the moves that have been made, I would probably say CeeDee Lamb. Now, I don't want to take him at 34. It's the back end of the third round. I wouldn't want to take him there. 
But if you're forcing my hand, I think it's okay. Now, if you want a safer uh, play in red around the same spot, you got six picks later, you got Robert Woods. Okay. I think he's a safer play than CeeDee Lamb, but CeeDee Lamb has a hell of a lot of talent. And I think he's in the best spot for the Dallas offense. And if you want your one piece to be one of the wide receivers, it's probably C.D. Lamb. The guys going right in front of him are Keenan Allen, Terry McLaurin, and Allen Robinson. I would take all three before I would take C.D. Lamb. Terry McLaurin upside, Keenan Allen, Allen Robinson for stability. Now, let's see if I can find our other piece here. Michael Gallup. Wide receiver 47, pick 109. So he's going as a wide receiver 4. He is going at the beginning of the 10th round. So Michael Gallup, I would, I could take a shot on. Uh, contract year, I, I could take a shot on him. I know the, what the you know what it looks like on paper here or on spreadsheet. Um. You're telling me 10th round guy. He's a guy that I'm totally speculating on. So I think you're okay. I think you're okay if your piece only ends up being Michael Gallup. Just hold on to him. See what happens. Dalton Schultz. No, we want to look at Blake Jarwin. Blake Jarwin comes in at tight end 22. That's a low end tight end two. Uh, pick 172. Most people will not see him in their drafts. Uh, completely speculative. If you're doing two tight end leagues, maybe I could take a shot on him, but mm, probably not, to be completely honest, now that I look at it. Uh, if you're curious about Dalton Schultz, he actually goes off as tight end 32, so he's going off as a tight end 3. Uh, pick 273, you'll never see him. So That is it. That is the Dallas Cowboys, and I hope I did not bore you to fucking death. Um, try to take care of everybody as completely and as honestly as possible. Just want everybody to know, I'm not going to bullshit you on anything in here. It It is what it is. It's what I see. It's what I'm going to put it in the draft guide. Um, you know, we got to go through these exercises. It's going to make us better players. It's going to at least make you... It's going to make you question your loyalty to a player in some spots. It's kind of like what Paul and I did last week when we were talking about Devontae Adams versus Calvin Ridley. Sometimes you do have to look at the matchups and kind of put you know, your love for your team, your love for a player, and just kind of put things into consideration. I took Calvin Ridley over Devontae Adams. Love Devontae Adams. But sometimes you you have to make a decision, and you have to make a hard one. And where I don't take Devontae Adams is where I take A.J. Dillon. So there is some trade-offs. Sometimes you can take players later and make yourself happy in the end. But until next time, it's your boy D-Roy. I am getting the fuck out of here. I am going to bed. I got to work early in the fucking morning. Peace out. <laughs>